Happy New Year and welcome to Joe Knows Movies. I am Joe Spiegel and I am going to talk about Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, the most original title for a Star Wars film ever. <laughs> I'm just going to get into this shit, man. All right, starting off with, I do have a respect for this movie. I have a huge amount of problems with it, but I respect J.J. Abrams big time for this because the monumental task that the man has that he had before him with trying to placate so many people and trying to right the ship, so to speak, from, you know, the way it deviated because of Ryan Johnson's treatment of The Last Jedi. Because J.J. came into this with a plan with The Force Awakens. And Ryan Johnson, normally I respect the fact that guy tries to change things, I do. But when it comes to Star Wars, it's better when you have like, say, the Marvel plan where it's planned way ahead of time. And so they have a, a they have a good direction of where they're going. But what by the time you get to this film, The Rise of Skywalker, it just has become this huge jumbled mess that I am so surprised that this movie did not suck because it could have. This movie could have easily been a complete travesty. And it's it's not. It is not a travesty at all. It is, I will have to be honest and say, I am completely underwhelmed by this film because, look, I'm a Star Wars fan. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan in the room, but I am a Star Wars fan. I've been since I've a little, I was a little kid in the 80s. So I hold Star Wars to a certain standard. And it's weird because I remember when I had problems with the prequel trilogy. And now I, I can actually compare the prequel trilogy to this one, this new trilogy, because even though the prequel trilogy does have a ton of problems, at least it was grounded. It was consistent. It, it, there was a plan. George Lucas had a plan for it, even though Attack of the Clones was kind of a filler in between. It still had a plan and it felt like Star Wars from start to finish. When you watch any part of those films, it was Star Wars. But with this new trilogy, with parts of The Last Jedi and especially with The Rise of Skywalker, it didn't always feel like I'm watching Star Wars to its full potential. And that's the problem is that it's inconsistent. So going back to J.J. Abrams is the, the here's the thing. Okay. The guy is trying to, 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 bring it back onto the path that he had, the plan for, which I had a feeling that the whole Palpatine storyline was going to be set up in the second film. If, if he was going to do The Last Jedi, he would have already started setting it in that direction. It would have been actually fascinating to see how he would have done this if he had stayed on board to do The Last Jedi instead of bringing Ryan Johnson on board. So to see what's going on now with this film, it's just, it, it, oh man, I, it, I am, I don't want to say flabbergasted, but yeah, I, I'm just almost confused yet respected, uh, respectful of the fact that he was able to make an entertaining movie because this movie it, overall does not suck. It is entertaining. It, it's actually, it can be a little bit fun at parts because hey, you know what? No matter what, it's Star Wars, man. Star Wars is awesome. We love Star Wars and I don't want to be one of those angry, bitter fanboys. I That's not me. I'm not going to, I don't want to be on the bandwagon of hatred for this movie, but I also have to be real to myself and and even though I have, I did have high expectations, I do see the problems and some of them are unforgivable because there was some really great ideas in here that should have been played out along this whole trilogy way better than they were. The whole Emperor coming back thing, it, there was a storyline there that they could have done something way better within instead of, oh, by the way, I'm still alive and here I am and 
I've already built a whole armada of ships that can destroy everything. And like, okay, great. I, where the fuck have you been? I, it just, it was, no, it, it just felt like this, this shoe in thing just to, you know, oh, well, here's the new big bad guy. Well, you know, it, it almost felt like this entire film was a, just a whole bunch of sequences of remember this, remember that. And, oh, here's Lando Calrissian because we got to have nostalgia. And then Lando doesn't do anything, which pisses me off because Lando could have had some great stuff. And then they they have this weird hint thing at where you have this girl who is a little bit force sensitive and she might be Lando's daughter. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? There's too many characters. And that's what I'm, I'm going to lead into right now with, with is all the characters in this film. There are way too many. Maz Kanata, for example, who in the first film, The Force awakens she's made to look like she's an important character and then by the time you get to the last jedi she's in about 30 seconds of film and then she's gone and then in this film she's in it uh, she's more background than anything and then oh by the end she's giving a medal to chewbacca which is one of the most blatant fan services i've ever seen but whatever I, yeah so her character was a complete waste of time and to make her seem that important and then all of a sudden by this time we get to this she's she's pretty much not you know null and void and you know then you have also an, another thing that was inconsistent with the, the characters you they established poe as important they established finn as very important cuz i mean the movie practically starts off the force awakens starts off with him breaking away from the um from the first order how his character has been treated throughout this series it starts off good and then all of a sudden he becomes just this guy who's tagging along like they keep treating chewbacca as just a tag along and as the c-3po and then i'll get into c-3po as well c-3po it was like they were trying to think of something for him so oh we'll do where he has to you know he has to give up his memory and then oh miraculously he gets his memory back by the end of the film it it's like they tried to create dramatic effect for dramatic effect with his character because oh you know they have to wipe his memory to get this thing out uh, uh you know so they can find out where palpatine is at and then all mirac like i said miraculously r2d2 has some of his memories and then they're able to give it back to him so they make it look like c3po is gonna die or he's going to just become you know memory wiped again but instead oh no he gets saved again and it just it it felt like a grab that they didn't need to do. And and then you get to uh, Ray's character. Ray is a character that I never, I've never hated her character. I saw a lot of potential with her character, but everything seemed for the most part to be way too easily attained for her, you know? And even because of, you know, there's this, this point where we get to the movie where, ooh, the big twist. I mean, look, everybody's seen this movie, so there's going to be spoilers here that, you know, Palpatine is her, her grandfather, okay? So now it's like this, this throwaway excuse of why she's been so powerful the whole time. And now she can do, she can hold ships that are flying away with her force powers and and she's shooting lightning and now all of a sudden she blows up a whole entire armada by the end of the film with her force powers it, it's it's almost insulting how easily they gave her force powers and you know because go back to you go back to say the original trilogy look at yoda okay yoda is one of the most powerful jedi known you know, in this series. And yet he had to concentrate extremely hard to make the X-Wing come out of the swamp and, and, you know, in front of Luke Skywalker. So it, so to see her be able to do the things that she did, regardless if she's been, you know, manipulated by the emperor and all this stuff when she was a child, it just, it just felt like, no, it, it was just too easy. And she didn't earn it. This was not earned. And that's what bothers me about her character. Cause she could have been way better 
better written than she was. Now, the only character that I've seen in this entire trilogy that got some, got the best amount of consistent, you know, justice, if you will, is Kylo Ren, played by Adam Driver. He's, it's the first film, Force Awakens, starts him off really well. You know, he has to kill his father so he can, you know, go down this path to the dark side. And it was really good. It was powerful. And I, I liked it. I still, to this day, love how that turned out. It was really good. It was powerful. But, you know, then his character didn't get enough to go off with it. And even though his character stays strong throughout this whole series, and by the end of this one, his character arc it's 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 not great, but it's still like I said, it feels the most consistent out of every character that's been in this series. Okay, and like he seemed like the most love. All right, and then you have a bunch of other characters. You've got Rose Tico, who I don't, I didn't care. I, it, it was it was kind of actually hilarious because they throw her into the friend zone where there's a part where Finn walks by her and he puts his hand on her shoulder. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's not gonna go anywhere. So. It just, and it just weird things. I, I, this movie is, I, I'm going to buy it on Blu-ray. So I have a complete set of films, but if I don't ever see this movie again, I'm not going to be disappointed. It's almost like watching the final season of Game of Thrones. I don't care if I ever see it again. Of course, let me correct myself to a point here. Game of Thrones was way more of a slap of fa- in the face with the final season than this movie is. Okay. Cause at least with this movie, it was fun. It was still a lot of fun things that were happening. There was still some humor in it and it's Star Wars no matter what. So I'll give it that. Game of Thrones is just ended up, yeah. Anyway, I don't even want to go there with that one, regardless of all that stuff. Um, so overall, I do recommend seeing this. I do think it's worth seeing and it's fun. And, and the fact that J.J. Abrams was able to make this gigantic, jumbled, watchable mess that was still worth seeing. Good for him. I, but I, I really think that a lot of people at Disney need to step aside and start bringing in the people that know what the hell they're doing. Whether it be Kevin Feige over at Marvel, whether it be Dave Filoni, who's doing an excellent job with The Mandalorian, Taika Waititi, John Favreau. Um, I forgot the other lady's name who did a few episodes of The Mandalorian. But these people seem to understand and get Star Wars a lot better than what we have been seeing here and with this trilogy. So I still love the force awakens but the way that this it starts with a bang and and the way i see it it ends with a whimper just a big loud bombastic whimper so that's what i've got and that's just joe pinion